Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is week eight of the NFL season. We're going to be going through our favorite uh, picks, about five uh, total. <laughs> got, the, got Alex repping the Bears up there. Um, but yeah, we'll start off. As you, I would say last week was just a meh week. It was, you know, can't, can't win them all. Um, That's gambling, baby. Yep, yep. So... We're going into this week, week eight, uh, strong here. So we'll start out. Uh, we got a few picks on this uh, Thursday night football game. Ravens going into the Bucks on a short week. Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys got here? We'll start with Alex here. Yeah, I'm going Ravens money line here. I think um, we saw who the Bucks were this past week. I don't think they're as bad as they played, but I don't think that they're um, anywhere near where they were the last couple of years. And I think a lot of it's got to do with what's going on in Brady's personal life and the time he's taken off the field and away from the team. And um, I'm a little worried that we're seeing just kind of like the worst retirement in history going down right in front of us from the goat. Um, I think the Ravens are still trending in the right direction. Lamar's got to put together some fourth quarters here soon. Otherwise I'm going to start fading them as well. But um, for the time being, until the Bucks show any glimpse of offense, um, I will be fading them and, and riding a pretty good Ravens team in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I was pretty underwhelmed by the uh, Ravens last week against the Browns. If it wasn't for a really bad offensive pass interference call at the end of the game, Amari Cooper streaking down the sidelines for a game-winning touchdown, um, they would have lost. And honestly, I was pretty underwhelmed by their defense. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was out there looking like Eli Manning in his prime, so... <laughs> I don't know. I was really bullish on the Ravens in the beginning of the year, and then watching him for a game, it was just kind of like lackluster. But I guess the story for this week on the Ravens, if there's one thing you could count on the Bucks being good at, it's stopping the run. And if there's one thing you could count on the Ravens for, it's running the ball. So did you see I don't what Shuba Hubbard just did to them and Donta Foreman? They had like 250 yards collectively rushing last week. You're right. You're, you're right. But – uh I think I'm going to mark that as a one-off game and I'm going to keep bounce, like betting on the bounce backs of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers all season until it happens. Cause it's bound to happen at some point, they're going to get back to themselves. And like, I know they're old and you know, they might not reach their prime again, but they're way better than they're playing. So for that reason, yeah. I'm going with the uh, bucks with a point and a half. I almost want to just bet the money line in this one and just get better odds, to be honest with you. Might as uh, well probably, pick them. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably, probably what I'm gonna end up doing. But uh, yeah, I, I like the Bucks in this one. Yeah, I I didn't know what to think. I think both these teams have the potential to be good. Um, obviously with Tampa Bay, they have so many injuries on that front line that has really caused issues with the, the timing for Tom Brady that makes him look really bad. Um, because I mean, last year he was he threw for over four thousand yards. Like he had a great year, um, and I don't think much has been has changed besides his personal life and him just kind of you know taking a back seat. I think he's going to turn it on here soon because, as we know, Tom Brady is one of the most you know biggest competitors that has been in the game of 
the, I mean, has been in the game ever. I mean, it's crazy. He's played for this long. Like you don't have that competitive drive and play for this long. Um, so, and, and again, and then on the Ravens side, I'm not really, you know, been impressed by the Ravens this entire year. I mean, they've been leading games, but they also seems to give up against bad teams. And I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about either of these teams right now. Um, but you know, last Thursday we had a decent game. We had points, we had touchdowns. Um, I think the same is going to go for this game as well. Um, the over has gone over five of the last six times. Tampa Bay has played an AFC opponent. Um, so I'm going to take the over here at 45 and a half. Um, I know it's a lot of points, but I, I think this is a game that Tom Brady can turn around. Um, and put up points and not put up a goose egg against, or sorry, they got three points um, like they did last week against the Panthers. So give me, give me all the points. And uh, yeah, I, I just 45 and a half just seems like a good spot. All right. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a pick in this game. Um, so moving on to the next game, we have the Broncos going to play uh, in London against the Jaguars. Uh I Let's see your Russ- best London impressions, PB, for this pick. <laughs> I don't have a pick, and this is Corey, so Corey's got to Oh, Corey, let's hear it. All right, you know what? Well, from this pick, I'm going to be taking the Broncos plus two and a half here. You know, what's really bad are the Jaguars. They are a bad football team. The yes, Jaguars? Yes, the Jaguars. They're trending in the right direction, but, you know, in London town, they, they might be one of the better teams to play over there, but... It just ain't happening. This, you know, this is the same old lines. It's just, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I just, I, I mean, it's, sorry, I said lines. I meant Jaguars. Uh, but it's, I, the Broncos are the most confusing team, I think, this year in the NFL. Russell Wilson looks like, I mean, thank God he didn't play last week, but, and maybe that will help him to propel him for the rest of the season. Like, that was probably the best no, honestly, if he's been hurt, they probably should have done that two weeks ago uh, and just got him fully healthy because if he's playing on a bad hammy, a bad shoulder, like give this dude a break like and just let him rest and then let him cook because we haven't seen him cook this entire year. He's not been good. Um, but the Jaguars, I mean, they look like they have it together and then, you know, they just – this it's week to week. They just do the same dumb mistakes and they just, you know, um, which happens with young, young teams. They make – uh, mental errors. Um, Travis Etienne fumbled into the end zone. Uh, you know, they drove the ball down the field. They had, they had a chance to beat the, the Giants, but, you know, at the end of the day, it was just a little bit uh, too little, too late. Um, so I'm going to take the Broncos here, plus two and a half. I think the Broncos put it together, and I think they win this game. Because if they don't, again, I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week, if they don't win this game, they, everyone's everyone's gone. Like, I would trade Russ. I would sit him down. Good luck trading him. I think the only the only break that Russell Wilson needs is retirement. The guy is washed. Like even on his like it's not the play calling. He can't even make it throws anymore. So like it's all on him. I even want to take the Jags just after hearing you try and rationalize that. No, 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 no. The I will give you a the uh, Jaguars are one in seven ATS in the last eight. But then that's tough. Yeah, it's not good. That's, that's tough good. to bet. That's yeah. tough, to, tough to bet with. Well, and they're one and eight oh. straight up in the last nine. So I mean, you can we can sit here and throw out stats all day long. 
Broncos are just like so underwhelming overall. Like their defense just isn't that good. They have like a lot of big. Their defense is good. Their defense is solid. Is it though? Yeah. Broncos have a very good defense. Yeah. Have you watched the game? Like they're yeah. yeah. I've watched plenty of. They've given up like a max sixteen points in the last like three weeks. I don't know. It's not that defense is very good. (laughs) But um, all right. Any that that was the only pick from that game. So. All right, um, moving on to the Bears going into Dallas to play the Cowboys uh, coming off. A lot off. of points. What's that? A lot of points for this one. Yeah, what, what's the over-under at? Oh, 42 and a half? I just meant like the spread is a lot of points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine, so the Cowboys. Nine and a half. Yeah, so it's a nine and a half. It was actually ten and a half uh, before that Patriots-Bears game. So – I was already considering taking the Cowboys at that, but then, you know, the bears upset the Patriots, but the Patriots in dominant fashion, in dominant (laughs) fashion, they did, they beat the Patriots, but I think the Patriots are a bottom tier football team. I don't think they're any good. It was impressive that they went into new England and won. I will say that, but the Patriots haven't beaten a single good team this year and they've got their defense has been bad all year. And you could say that, Oh, Nick, you watched the Browns game. But again, it's the Browns offense. Um, so I, I'm taking the Cowboys minus nine and a half with that pass. And actually, the Patriots were an overrated defense. The Cowboys have an actual elite defense. That pass rush is going to give that O-line all sorts of problems all game long. Um, this I think this could get ugly really quick uh, for the Bears. So... I'm on the and I think Dak, like people try to compare, like, oh, is Cooper Rush? I think Dak is a much better quarterback than than Cooper Rush. And I think that I'm not gonna bet this one because did you watch the Cowboys last week? They could barely like put points up against the Lions defense, which yeah, is probably but, the worst in the league. Yeah, they did the, the that, that was Dak's first game it's back, shaking the rust off. But I think against you know the Bears, like with that you know, Dak doesn't even really have to have a big game. Like the bears still have a horrible run defense. And unlike the Patriots who have like no passing attack, the Cowboys at least have that to worry about. And then Tony Pollard could have a big game uh, this week. I think. Um, I will say <clears throat> I kind I was uh, th- th- listening to something that it seems like the bears gave more running plays to Justin Fields. Yeah. And definitely showed like, yeah, he was under pressure and like he, I feel like he was given almost like the green light. Like, Hey man, you're an athletic human being. Like you're a superstar in that yeah. sense. Like go make plays. I mean, numerous times. There was a lot of designed runs for him. Yeah. No, I know. But no, then they were also... calling like Josh Allen powers for him. Yeah. I was like, okay, like this is the way you use him. I mean, yeah, he, he will progress as a passer. Um, and I mean, I liked what he did last night. I mean, he looked, I mean, the only interception he threw was a deflected ball, which I mean, that happens all the time in the NFL and you can't really blame him for that. So like, I, this is risky PB. I, I, I don't, I, I, I think he's going to have like maybe half a second to throw the ball. So unless he's rushing for like 150 yards and then they just score some points on the goal line, like, I, like, I, and then their defense has an incredible game. Like, I don't see how. I do think, I think having Tevin Coleman, uh, he left that Patriots game. I don't think he came back. Um, is a 
big blow if the Bears O-line doesn't have him. Obviously, the Cowboys' pass rush is maybe probably the best in the league. Yeah. So like that's Michael not a Parsons. Great, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's not ideal. But, I mean, the Cowboys have that against everyone they play against. And yeah, but I think like when you look at mismatches, like the the Lions had an elite O line, so like a pass rush, so it was like harder to have that matter. Whereas the Bears, who have like a bottom two O line, like that's gonna be ugly. In my I did opinion. see a very alarming video today that that was bad. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the lineman blocking the wrong direction. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. that, I saw that. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? What's going on, guys? So bad. Yeah. So bad. Hey, so, wish you the best of luck there, Alex. I appreciate that. Yeah, so Cowboys minus nine and a half. Mike Parsons going to continue his uh, reign for defensive player. Of the did year. you, uh, PB, did you apologize, Alex, to Alex yet for throwing bets in his face? multiple times last night i listen i say he doesn't need to apologize the (laughs) tickets speak for themselves it's all good yeah i mean (laughs) i I just say what like you gotta take what you can get oh i am i am i'll let the i'll let the play on the field do all the talking (laughs) (laughs) this week could be a little different but all right moving on to the raiders this this is another game uh I, i do have two of my five picks in so raiders going and play the saints We'll start with you, Nick, um, since I just talking about the Cowboys and then we'll bounce it back to me. Yeah. I mean, I think the Raiders are a team who were a point away from beating the Chiefs, one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, they have the potential. They have the upside. But uh, the downside has definitely been there as well this year. Um, I just truly don't believe in anything the Saints are putting on the field. Um you know, a couple of washed up superstars on the defensive side, holding it down and a pretty lackluster offense. So lackluster. I don't think they're going to be able okay. to. So we know you don't know a whole lot. I mean, two pay... I'll give it to you this, uh, this way. You're, you're really good at helping defenses score uh, with two minutes left in the first half. So, um, you know, pretty electric in that sense, but otherwise uh, I'm not too confident in them with all the injuries Maybe fully healthy, they'll be a little bit more fun. But I think the Raiders with Devontae Adams um, are just going to be unstoppable in this one. So basically a pick them, going with the Raiders. All right. Devontae's got like 59 targets, zero drops this year, something crazy like that. Yeah, he's crazy. I wonder how many career drops he has. I bet it's single digits maybe. Yeah. Rodgers is probably missing him quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Um. So I have the Saints money line in this game. Uh, the Raiders aren't aren't a good team. Like their defense is – their offense has been good. We all knew like coming into the season they had the pieces to be good on offense, and they have been a very good offense this year. But their defense has been – they have the worst passing defense in the entire league. Um, and then the Saints so, – so that gets to my other pick. The Saints have also – you know, we've had some injuries and things like that with Lattimore being out. I think Lattimore is going to be back this game. I don't think Thomas or Landry, and I think Winston is going to play. So I think this is going to set up to be a shootout. Like, I think this could really be the highest scoring game of the week. Uh, back and forth, big game from Olave, big game from Winston, big game from Carr. Like, I just think this is a back and forth shootout. Um, so I like the over 49 and a half. 
and that is actually my lock of the week. Um, but I still think the Saints can can win this game. Again, the I think the Saints, when they're healthy, have a much better defense, and the Saints have had a top seven offense this whole year, and that's without Michael Thomas, Landry, Olave for a few games, like, and, and with Andy Dalton, like we've we've had a, we've had a top seven offense in the league, so. You know, we're, we're scoring tons of points every single game. And if we can just get healthy uh, on the defensive side of the ball, I think that's going to help us a ton. What can you tell me? You may have a seven, the the best, you know, <laughs> the seventh ranked best offense. I'm trying to think uh, in the league, but like, can you tell me like what top notch defenses you guys have played besides the Bucks? Um. Okay, let me go through the schedule. So you got Falcons, Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, Seahawks, Bengals, Cardinals. Yeah, okay. the Cardinal, the, the Cardinals. The, none of, none of those teams, like the Vikings, probably have one of the worst pass defenses in that list. But like all those teams, like the Falcons. I mean, you saw Burrow tear them up, but I mean, yeah, the, the so did so did uh, Winston. But the Falcons have actually had a pretty decent uh, pass defense this year. I, I understand it's like – Go to the Panthers. I Congratulations on your seventh best offense. You're two and five. Okay, like, that's great. But you know, I'm saying, you yeah, our defense – garbage time points, but, like, for what? Again, my lock <laughs> of the week is over 49 and a half. Not the same that's as money funny. line. It's, yeah. the, I, it's still one of my picks, but 49 and a half is my lock. Like, this game is going over. There's going to be tons of points scored. Even if I think Lattimore comes back, I think the Raiders' offense can still, you know, move the ball. And I think the Saints win this in a, in a shootout. All right. We'll see. We yep. shall see. You lost to the Panthers, so it's like. Yeah. All right. All right. To so the next. Um, Panthers, speaking of the Panthers, uh, going to play the Falcons um, in Atlanta. Alex, what do you got? Yeah, uh, this line confused me. I mean, it opened up at Falcons minus six and a half, and I expected that to go through a touchdown. Um, But it has gone the other way, and I'm assuming that's just because of the Panthers demolishing the Bucs, which I think was kind of fluky. Uh, I think the Falcons are a much better team than the Panthers. It's like that one little bit of uh, backup juice that you get um, against a, a Bucks team in a bad spot. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Falcons minus four and a half here. Um, I think that they they moved to seven and one ATS on the year, and I think they cover this pretty easily. Dust Bowl of the week. Yeah, yeah. This is. I think I'm pretty sure I saw that there's one game with two teams with winning records playing each other this week. That's it. Yeah, and guess who it is? <laughs> Giant Seahawks. Oh my god! <laughs> That's the only game this week with two teams with winning records. Oh it's god. been a weird, weird NFL season. Oh, I know it's it's crazy. <clears throat> That's the the Seahawks, the Giants, the Jets. Everyone that we said was going to be the worst team this year is like that, off to a pretty good start. I, I think this is. I the did year not of, say that. I was I, high on the Jets and the Giants this year. I think but. this is the uh, the week everything starts turning around. We'll see the true colors of those teams come out. Poor uh, Jets, a lot of tough injuries over there. So, oh, dude, the Jets' offensive line, my gosh! Like, I think every offensive lineman's done. Like, their whole offensive line has been injured this year. Like for the season, yeah, yeah. 
Elijah Vera Tucker and Brees Hall yeah. both gone. I think Brees Hall has been the story over there, but yeah. So we'll see him next year. All right, next game we got Steelers going to play Philly. Philly's coming off of their bye. One of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Um, Be honest. Yeah, arguably so. Um, Alex, do you want to start? Yeah. Um, Eagles, I mean, it's a big number, but uh, Eagles minus 10.5 is my pick here. Um, I think coming off the bye week, uh, they've just, they've had two weeks basically to prepare for maybe the, you know, second or third worst team in the league in the Steelers. The, the one game that the Steelers have played a top, let's say five top three team was against the Bills and the Bills put up 38 on them, 38-3 final. Uh, you know, after no love week... for the Bucks either. What's that? No love for the Bucks. Not a top five team anymore. You, the Bucks Not were currently. never a top five team. Not currently. No. All right, just checking. No, I mean, I mean, again, it's it's Tom. You know, the Bucks lost talking to about the it. Steelers it's... and the Panthers, so they're. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not right now. I mean, but we're talking about with Aaron and with Tom, like I, it wouldn't shock me if both of those teams made the playoffs still just with who they got at quarterback. Yeah. But currently there's no way I could say the Bucs are a top five team. No, no chance. Right. Or the Packers. The Eagles, Definitely though, the I Packers. think we can all agree are. Um, and so, yeah, coming off the bye, getting those fresh legs, game planning for two weeks. I think that they cover this number. Yeah, the Steelers are averaging 15 points a game, and now they have to play the Eagles, who obviously have a, a good defense, and they're coming off of the bye. The Steelers, I still think, bottom three team in the NFL. I've been saying that. That was a hot take somehow before the year started, but it doesn't seem so hot anymore. Like I, I think this team is absolutely terrible, and I uh, think that'll just show again this week, and the Eagles just absolutely – destroy them um so yeah this is a pretty easy pick for me i was debating whether it's gonna be my lock but um went with the over in the saints game so all right moving on from this game we got the dolphins going in to play the lions spreads at minus three in favor of the dolphins uh we'll start with Corey here Corey, you're muted. Taking the Dolphins minus three here. Uh, the Lions are pretty beat up right now. DeAndre Swift may be back this week. and not sure if he will play. I know they've been pretty cautious with him. Uh, he has been injured a couple times already in his short career, so you don't really want to rush him back. Uh, Jamal Williams, I mean, he's okay. He's not He's not DeAndre Swift. Um, I'm on Ross uh, Satan Brown. Um, also went out with the concussion early. I mean, it was like the first play of the game. They said he could have come back, but with how everything's gone with concussions this year. Okay. Well, so if he, I mean, that definitely boosts the lines because they looked really bad against the Cowboys. They could not move the ball. I understand the Cowboys have a good defense, um, but they, they looked really bad. And it, we, we saw the Jericho off of old. So I like the line or the, uh, the Dolphins here, the Dolphins, you know, are six and three ATS against NFC teams in their last nine. I think the Dolphins' offense is a freaking wagon right now with all the options they have to throw the ball to. Waddle, you have Hill, 
Um, they actually got their run game going last week. I mean, I understand it was against the uh, the Steelers, but they still look good moving the ball. Um, Tua, he's starting to come, you know, into his own as an NFL quarterback. He looks a little bit better week to week, but that that Miami offense is such a different animal when he's on the field and he's conducting it. So yeah. I like the the Dolphins to keep trending up. So give them give them to me minus three. Nick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Corey. I, I think the Dolphins are legit. I mean, this is a team that started 4-0. They knocked off the Bills, Ravens, some of the best AFC teams out there. Um, like you're saying, two is back, and I think they're going to get right back where they uh, left off. So um, I, I like this pick a lot. I don't really believe too much in the lines. I mean, I think the uh, Hard Knocks hype has kind of died down a little bit, so – they're just going to turn into the same old lines again. <laughs> same old lines. <clears throat> All right. Moving on to the next game. I think this could be a really entertaining game. The Cardinals going to play the Vikings. Um, Corey, looks like you're the only one with a pick in this game. Yes. Um, so I'm taking the Vikings here minus three and a half. Um, I said very early in the beginning of the year um, when the Eagles play the Vikings that the Vikings could be an NFC championship team. Um, they have the offensive weapons to be able to get there. Their defense, on the other hand, needs to you know, perform a little bit better. They have been better in the past. They are coming off their bye. So anyone who was injured had an extra week to get healthy. And, you know, the Cardinals are not – they're not a good I, – I don't believe the Cardinals are a good team. I've said it last week. I'll say it again this week. Cliff Kingsbury is a terrible head coach. Um, they got, I won't say they got lucky against the Saints because the Saints, I don't think have, you know, they were beat up last week um, and they were gifted two interceptions at the end of the first quarter, first half that, you know, gave them a huge point, uh, hugely going into the second half. Um, Kyler looked better. D-Hop definitely helps out that offense, but the, I'm telling you, the, the Vikings are a very good, pretty good, very good in that kind of mid-tier range right now where they can be. Uh, yeah, I think they are. So Make up I, your mind, Corey. Make a stand. Pretty good I, or very good? They're pretty very good. So, <laughs> And and Arizona's two and five ATS in the last seven against uh, the NFC North team. So, um, yeah, give me, give me the Vikings against a terribly coached Cardinals team. I would also check out the uh, first half spread on that. If it's like Vikings minus one or one and a half, yeah. the cards have been super it, slow out of the gate. I think they scored one time in the first quarter or the, yeah, this entire year. They're one of the worst offensive teams to get started in the game. So, yeah. All right. Moving on to the afternoon games. You have a few games left here. Titans going to play Houston. Uh, Alex, what do you got? I'm just uh I've decided that I uh, am going to be betting the stink in the poop bowls from here on out <laughs> because the last couple of weeks that I've done it I've made money on them so uh going to continue that trend here going to roll with the under 40 and a half uh, I think both of these offenses are are based around their run game and I don't think that they are all that good on either side of the ball um I think this is going to be a slow, grinded out type of game. Derrick Henry, 30 carries. Damian yeah. Pierce, 25, 30 carries with some sexy Rexy Burkhead in there too. Um, so just just game script wise, I think this goes under um, that 40 and a half mark. Also, Ryan Tannehill got 
he yeah. hurt his ankle. So I don't know his his health status is, but he came back in the game against the Colts, but he Could didn't. Could be seeing some Malik. Oh, I mean, sure. You he have sucks. a leaks. <laughs> I like the under even house? better now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, all right. Next, we got Giants going to play the Seahawks. Uh, Nick, what do you got? I like the Giants plus three. I'm going to keep riding them. Uh, Seahawks, I think we could officially say, are a pretty high-powered offense. But we saw DK Metcalf go out um, injured last week, so um, not as high on them putting up as many points as they usually do. Giants also play a slow, grinding game of uh, brand of football, so not used to uh, that on the Seahawks side. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up. I mean, Kenneth Walker looking pretty good uh, from a running back perspective, but I don't know if he's at that level where he could carry a whole team in a whole game like uh, Nick Chubb could do. So for that reason, rolling with the G-men. Got a believer. Got a believer. I think Dabble's a great coach. I mean, Wondell Robinson's breaking out a little bit. We started to see why they took Danny Dimes has been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's all right. And like, fiery no, no, he's, no not all right. He's been incredible. And fiery on the sidelines. Yeah. And like, yeah, where who he's throwing the ball to, especially. Yeah. yeah. He has the most uh, game winning drives this season so far. He's um, got like, if, like you, yeah. if you guys see this bet anywhere, let me know. But I want to uh, bet on an OBJ New York reunion. reunion. Yeah. A little reunion. Oh That's, God. I mean, um, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Daniel Jones is also like on pace to like be top five in in yards, like rushing yards all time. Doesn't he just kind of? I mean, it's I mean a little obvious with Dabble there, but you kind of look at him and you're like, yeah, you look like a young Josh Allen, just kind of running the ball, slinging it pretty well out there. So it looks quite good. It's a little bit of a high comparison, but (laughs) I just I said a young. Josh Allen, not a, not a, Josh how, Allen is how, so how, old, how old is Josh Allen? Josh Allen is so very young. <laughs> I think he's like three or four years in, right? He's like probably four. like two years older or something. He's, yeah. He, he already got paid. So, but all yeah. right. All right. Next, we got a 49ers going to take on the Rams. Rams coming off the bye, right? Yep. Yep. So going into LA, uh, Alex, what do you got? Yeah, 49ers at Rams. Uh, as we've seen in the past, Kyle Shanahan just absolutely owns Sean McVay. Yeah. Um, I think he's eight and four ATS over the last four years. Um, and then this and when they played earlier this year, the 49ers absolutely dominated 24 to 9. They're healthier now. They won that game without Trent Williams. And obviously we get Christian McCaffrey with a full week of practice in and a much more infused 49ers offense than the first time these guys met. So 49ers money line lock of the week, locking it in, getting this, these locks in the right direction. Hasn't been great these last couple of weeks, but the reverse jinx worked and uh, we're rolling with uh, we're rolling and getting a dub this time. Yeah. Rams suck. Love it. Did you, did you see that stat that uh, Shanahan is like one in 31 or something crazy like that when the 49ers are down by three points going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I I heard that. I heard that, but, uh, can't come back. There's like, I mean, it's a skewed stat. It's kind of a skewed stat because if they're down like 17, 
that still yeah. falls under that. Yeah, I know. But, but yeah, no, not crazy. a great look. Not a great look. <laughs> yeah, but they yeah, they could just run. His, on this I don't. Team. I mean, he's like one of the most interesting coaches in my mind on that front because like a ton of the numbers go against him. Like his overall record as a head coach is like 500, if not worse. But yeah. I think everyone would agree he's one of the best offensive coaches in the entire league. Like, yeah, I mean, without a doubt, with what he runs, and then you see his come off his coaching tree with the yeah. down in Miami. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know that. I mean, their those stats, is sick too. The, the, yeah. That Rams O line and 49ers D line mismatch is man, Stafford's gonna have a heyday. Yeah. Um, all right, moving to Sunday night football. Uh Packers going to play the Bills after they just the Packers have just gotten beat up the last three weeks by some bad, bad teams. But I will not bet the Packers the rest of the year. I have put them in almost every teaser the last three weeks, and it has been the only leg that has not hit. I refuse to do it for the rest of the year. Yeah, so we're taking the pain, I think, uh, next, because Corey, Nick, and myself are on the same side of this game. Uh, Who wants to start? Not me. I'm scared. I mean, it's my lock of the week for some reason, but this is probably my least confident. Oh yeah, two of you, reason. two of you have locks here, so all. But I think one. I just bet it purely because Aaron Rodgers has never had this many points on his side his entire career, so that's why I'm putting it in as a lock. Let's hope the. Uh, let's hope we can put it back together. I don't know. I mean, this is just not a Packers team we've really ever seen. Like they, they don't look good. Nick. That's it. Like that's it. They're just not a they're not a good football team right now. So Nick. betting on the bounce back. But like I'm most afraid because the Bills are the like the one wagon that could just like beat the brakes off a team. So even with 10 points, I'm like a little scared. So <laughs> that was the worst. Way to be ex- confident in I, your I know it's not convincing, but I'd I'd rather be honest with you than lie and like you know, boast them up because like there's not Nick, much to boast. You, you just made this, this your lock of the week, and I and you literally, out of all your picks, like you just trash talked your one lock. Yeah, you, sometimes you just got to go with your gut. I don't know. That's all I have your to say. Your gut doesn't seem to be pointing to the Packers. I'll tell you that. But I like mine. Uh, mine does not like the Packers in this one. But my gut's telling me okay. Rodgers can cover. All right. Well, points. I like the Packers plus eleven. I just think again, yeah. This is the he's never been this much of an underdog in his entire career. Um, I do think the Bills win this game, but I think at the most by ten points. Um, like I think this game could even set up to be like one of those like backdoor coverages late in the game. The Bills have just been winning all game long, and then Rodgers just has you know just a late touchdown where it goes from fourteen to eight or whatever, and that's it. They they cover, and uh, it's just one of those backdoor uh, things. And that's how I think this actually happens. Um, and I think the, the Packers defense can still make plays, and you still have Rodgers. So I don't I don't think Rodgers is yet as uh, washed as Brady. Agreed. No, I I agree with you there. Um, so this week I do have a rhyme for you guys um, with with it being Halloween week. 
Ooh. Rhyme with a spooky, spooky, you know, spooky, spooky kind of rhyme here. Oh. So bear with me here. This is, uh, don't know how this is going to go, but all right. Here we, the Packers season is getting kind of spooky, but I think this is pretty fluky. Rogers has looked pretty loopy, which could be from that smoky dopey. I may look gloomy. It may look gloomy, but give me the Packers to get this booty and booties <laughs> in reference of winning the game. And you know, covering the points, not my booty for you know per se. Um oh, Rogers, okay. <laughs> Rogers <laughs> record went south quick. Rogers record Sunday night football, 18-11. Um, they are 10 and a half point underdogs. He's never been an underdog of that magnitude in his entire career. Um the you know, there's not really any bad trends against the against the Bills here, but 10 and a half points is a lot of points, especially against a quarterback with this much knowledge of the game and you know he's coming off another he came off an mvp you know uh season last year he is aaron Rodgers. he's still a very good quarterback um i think they will the packers offense will figure out this week um, and i think they will cover this and i actually you know what i honestly think that they could win this game and be uh come out as a uh you know sneaky little uh money line play but um, Peter but I will be... and the purple cobras are coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll. I'll play it safe here, and I will take. I'll take the ten and a half points. Um, Aaron Rodgers' record off a loss. I said it last three weeks. It's insane stat. I mean, add three losses to it, but it's still incredible. So, give me the Packers to cover this line, baby. Ten and a half. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. We'll be back tomorrow for the DFS breakdown. Uh, anything else to add? Go Browns. Sam Ellinger, MVP. Go. Hopefully Winston's back. That's Bear all. Down. Bear down, baby. <laughs> <laughs>